2: Dribble lets it fly.
1: He throws it. FNTSY and Sports Grid Network present. Ball in his hands. Game on the line. Body knows. Yeah. Tipped up by Ned Hit the Horn. Hard! Hardwood takeaways. It's Leward. He got the shot off.
2: Hello and welcome to Hardwood Takeaways, brought to you by the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. You can find me on the Twitter, at Bogman Sports. We had an eight-game slate going on in the NBA, but uh, first, before we get to the games, Paul George is set to return. He is going to make his debut this week. It'll be either against the Rockets tonight or the Pelicans tomorrow night. We'll see uh, where he winds up starting. Hopefully not against my Rockets. I don't want that, so... But I am glad to see Paul George back on my In This League Fantasy Basketball podcast. I had a question from my buddy Dan Bespris about how we think Paul George gets uh, utilized. And I said, maybe for the first game they ease him in, but after that I think it's going to be full go. And they kind of handled him with kid gloves to start the season. So I would expect Paul George to get not as many minutes as he wants, but probably in the mid-20 range from the jump, uh, you know, even coming off of this injury because I think they babied him when he was coming back. So I'm excited to see Paul George coming back. I'm not excited to see Eric Gordon go out for six weeks. He had a knee procedure to clean up. They said there was a significant amount of debris in his knee. And Mike D'Antoni said he's been bothered by it going back to the middle of last season. So get well soon, Eric Gordon and come back because While I like Ben McLemore and he plays great defense, I'm just not sure how he's going to fill in for Eric Gordon while he's gone. But let's get to the action that happened tonight around the NBA. And the very first game we're starting with is the Pacers going to 7-4 and beating the Thunder 111-85, dropping the Thunder to 4-7. And I have to say I'm impressed by the way the Pacers have put this together so quickly You know, uh, I had said earlier in the season that I thought that the Pacers were going to take a little time to get everything to work out. And they've won four straight games. So uh, they're piecing it together, even with some significant injuries early in the season. I know the Thunder aren't, you know, considered to be one of the hardest matchups, but they've been playing a lot better than people give them credit for. But um, Coach McMillan said it's a new group. Part of it is figuring these guys out where they like the ball where the uh, what they can do with the basketball we're starting to personalize some of the sets in the offense spotting where guys can be effective and productive so I mean even you know coach McMillan says we're still kind of learning as we go and being uh, you know three games over 500 this early in the season is a nice be nice spot to be in uh, so early. Talking about the loss, Billy Donovan said, we definitely struggled on offense. It was 10 at the half, and we talked about coming out of the half. Warren really got going in that stretch, and then their whole team kind of got going. So, I mean, it was, wasn't was really a close game. I mean, when you see 111-85, you kind of know that, but it really wasn't close for the majority of this game. And the Thunder just didn't shoot well in this game. 36% to 49% is usually not going to win you a game for the Pacers. They had the big game from uh, TJ Warren. 23 3 with two steals, a block. He was 10 of 14. He had a three pointer in there and two of two at the line. Great game for him. Sabonis, so another double double. 18 16 and two with a block. He was 9 of 19. Malcolm Brogdon continuing to be a great piece for the Pacers. 26 and 5. Aaron Holliday chipped in with 17 points and two threes and uh just an all around great effort for the Pacers in this game on the Thunder side uh only three guys uh four guys in double digit scoring uh Gallinari had 14 uh SGA had 11 uh Burton had uh Deontay Burton had 13 so i mean that's it oh and Steven Adams had 10 i don't think i said him but um not a great game shooting just going down the line here 3 of 8 for Gallo, 1 of 4 for Diallo, uh, 5 of 8, even 62% is kind of low for Steven Adams. 2 of 7 for CP3, 3 of 11 for SGA, 3 of 10 for Schroeder, 2 of 9 for Nader, 5 of 12 for Burton. Just not a great shooting night from the Thunder overall. Uh, some good news for the Pacers, too. I forgot to mention this, that Ola Oladipo was assigned to the G League. So it looks like he's going to get in some practices, get in some, you know, action and then uh, be back with the Pacers pretty soon. So uh, I I like that. And uh, hopefully you guys do, too, because this team is going to be it's going to be fun to see what the peak Pacers look like this year when they get Turner back. And now Lamb has been out. And then when they get Oladipo back. Moving over to the Sixers, beating the Cavs 98-97, to 97, very low-scoring game. Both these teams didn't shoot it very well, but the end of this game was um, they drew up a play, they called a timeout, the Sixers did with about 26 seconds left, uh, drew up a play, it was an easy feed to Embiid down low, he had a dunk, the Cavs got the ball back, came down, Kevin Love rimmed out a three, and that was that, and Uh, Coach Brown said, we gave them life, and we were in a fistfight. You can just feel it. We had a chance to discourage them, and we didn't. Certainly a hard-fought game, and we are lucky lucky to get away with it. And um, it was. It was a defensive struggle, to say the least. Uh, 44% for Cleveland, 45% for Philly, but uh, they didn't make their shots from deep. 5 of 21 for Cleveland and 8 of 38 for Philly. So... um, a lot a lot of missed uh, opportunities from deep in this game. On the Philly side, of course, we had Joel Embiid with another double-double, 27 and 16 with four assists, a steal and two blocks. He was 10 of 20. He was uh he had three three-pointers as well. Ben Simmons coming back from his two-game absence with the shoulder injury, 15-5 and 6, two steals, two blocks, 7 of 9. Still one of three from the line. He still can't shoot those for whatever reason. Uh, Richardson, 17-1-5 with a steal. Seven of 17, so not great shooting uh, specifically from downtown. One of eight, but not as bad as Toby Harris. Toby Harris, 0 for 11 from deep in this game. Only eight points, five boards, four assists. Uh, So he stayed active, I guess, at least doing other stuff. But four of 17 shooting in this game. Not very good. Uh, On the Cleveland side, we had Tristan Thompson with another double-double. 17 and 12 and a steal. Larry Nance Jr. had four points but 10 rebounds. Colin Sexton, 18, 5, and 4. But he was 8 of 18. Kevin Love, 20 points, 8 boards, and an assist. But he shot 5 of 16. So just not a good shooting night overall in this game. But Philly wins it, 98-97. Going over to the Heat where they beat the Pistons 117-108 to in this game. The Heat are good. The Heat are really, really, really good. And you have to kind of give some credit to Eric Spolstra. Yeah, maybe he had it easy, uh, kind of inheriting that original Big 3, or I guess whatever, the second Big 3 after the Boston Big 3. But, uh, you know, he definitely lucked out early in his coaching career, but he's been a great coach ever since LeBron left as well, and this team is playing well, specifically, 117-108. They're 7-3. and three. The Pistons fall back down to 4-8. and eight. And Jimmy Butler said, we want it to be tough to come here and play. We don't want people to come here and want to play the Miami Heat. We want people to want to play the Heat. Uh, we w- don't want people to want to play the Miami Heat, home or away. So at least he made that quote really confusing for me. I appreciate that, Jimmy. But uh, I tell you what might have been the problem here is the Pistons didn't get into Miami until after 5 a.m. because of big, big snowstorm in Detroit. So that may be the problem, but I will throw this question out. Is it better for a team to get in around 5, or is it better for them to get in around midnight and then have the chance to go out until 5 or 6 or 7 in that Miami nightlife? I think that maybe maybe it was just the same, at least at at worst, just the same, maybe better for them to get there at five. And Dwayne Casey said, whether we got in at 11 o'clock last night or five o'clock this morning, we've got to have that type of toughness and the type of resilience versus adversity that we haven't exhibited so far this year. And uh, he's right. They have not exhibited it and the Heat have been very, very, very good so far this season. And Bam Adebayo, uh, 18 and 14 with two assists in this one. He was 8 of 9, hit both of his field goals, or both of his free throws as well. Uh, great, great game for him. Jimmy Butler, 20 with three rebounds, 13 assists, and two steals, 6 of 13 uh, 0 for 2 from deep, 8 of 11 from the line, though. Uh, then we had uh, Kendrick Nunn, 23 with 5 and 2 steals, 6 of 16, but he did hit four threes. threes. 18, 1 and 6. Olenek, 13, 3, 5 and 1. I mean, these are great lines from everybody on the Heat roster here. Outside of Myers Leonard, he only played 18 minutes, 4 points, 5 boards, 1 assist, uh, 2 of 2 shooting, so I guess that's good. On the Detroit side... This is going to be two games in a row where, uh, Drummond didn't get, uh, Drummond, Drummond didn't get, he didn't even get double digit boards here. This might be, I gotta look, is this his first game where he didn't get double digit boards? Uh, yeah. First game without double digit boards this season. He had had, uh, I mean, he started out with 23, 12, 12, 18, 22, 24, 20, 24, 12, 13, 12, which, um. He's just been slowing down and then nine tonight, and he fouled out. So, uh, not a great game for Drummond. You know, I mean, still 16 and nine with two steals and two blocks is a good game, especially when you're shooting at six of nine as well. But um, not double digit boards for him is just really surprising. Uh, Luke Kennard did have 22 points with five assists and four threes, but four of 12 from deep. Uh, Brown, three seven with 11 assists. Um, And Galloway fouled out too. a lot of fouls called in this game, but uh, the Heat come away with it and they are playing really, really well so far in the sarcastic game of the night. The Bulls beat the Knicks 120 to 102 Bulls putting them at four and seven, two and nine for the Knicks still haven't won a game since that little meeting. Uh, I don't know if I like that, but Kobe white had a huge one in this game. This was kind of his uh, coming out party as far as the NBA goes. I mean, he's had some good games, but this one uh, was in front of his college coach, Roy Williams, 27 points, three boards and assist and a steal, eight of 14 field goals Started out 0 for five. So he missed his first five shots. Only missed one more for the rest of the night, seven of 11 from deep and he said i had been shooting it bad so it was good to see that first one fall then i just got into a rhythm uh, and uh, Fizdale said the kid is just a super talent he's got incredible speed so you have to respect it once he gets going it's hard to stop he just broke the game open rj barrett even was talking about he said that one this one was tough when a guy hits seven threes in the fourth quarter it's kind of tough but we played against three quor- we played three quarters of basketball we just got to finish it off in the fourth so that was kind of the commentary on this game. It was really the Kobe White taking over in the fourth quarter. Uh, he had twenty, the 27 points. Zach Levine, 25 points, two boards, five assists, and a steal. Uh, he was 9 of 19. Wendell Carter Jr., 17 and 12 on 7 of 11 shooting. And then uh, for the Bulls, we also had Markin in 13-8-2 with a steal on a block and 4 of 10 going over to the Knicks side. Mitchell Robinson's still out. He's still in concussion protocol. Hopefully he'll be able to play soon because I'm on that sinking ship right now. I have not looked good, Uh, but RJ Barrett, 21, six rebounds, nine assists, two steals, eight of 16 shooting, three of six from the line is not good, but two of four from deep as well. Uh, Marcus Morris, 22, nine and one with a block. He was six of 17 and three of nine from downtown seven of nine from the line. Julius Randall, 17, six, three with two steals and Kevin Knox in double digits, 10, three and four. So uh, win for the bulls over the Knicks in the sarcastic game of the night. Going over to what could have been the game of the night, the Hawks beat the Nuggets on the road, one twenty-five, one twenty-one, lifting Atlanta to four and six, and pushing Denver down to seven and three. And this was the Trey Young game of the year so far. He scored forty-three points, which is short, uh, forty-two points, excuse me, forty-two, four and eleven with a block as well. And he was thirteen of twenty-one, eight of eleven from the line, and eight. Of 13 from downtown and uh, he said we didn't want the same thing to happen again referring to when Denver blew them out in Denver last year we wanted to get back rolling and um, that that's what they did in this game and it was all Trey Young uh, 42 points I, I said before. They're going to need someone else to do it. Maybe that's John Collins, but somebody else has to step up, whether it's one of the rookies or Herter, and Herter got hurt in this game. He uh, went out in the third quarter after Jokic hit him in the arm when he was going for a block, and um, you know that was it for him. So we'll see how long Herter's out. That's not good for the Hawks, losing people left and right. But uh, Gary Harris said about Trey Young, he's got the ultimate green light. Yeah, uh, he's capable of pulling up right after half court. It makes it pretty tough to guard him. So, um, you know, not a surprising quote from whoever had to cover Trey young on the night that he scored uh, 42 points. So, uh, and then <laughs> coach, uh, coach Pierce said, I wasn't impressed with his free throws. He went eight for 11. He's got to go 11 for 11. He missed two the other night. He missed three tonight. It's always something. Everyone else can praise him. I've got to stay on him. And I thought that was a pretty funny quote uh, from the guy who just scored 42 points. Keep him humble. Keep him humble, coach. I love it. Uh, the Lakers beat the Suns uh, 123 to 115. They're 8-2 and two now. The Suns are still over 500, 6-4. I watched a lot of this game. It was pretty closely contested. In the fourth quarter, though, the Suns went up with like three and change left and then uh, three threes in a row for the Lakers to kind of close it out there. And that was it. But the Suns, I mean, look, you know, if we look at the standings right now, the Suns are six and four. They're in the playoffs right now with the Timberwolves and the Mavericks having the same record. And if you just say that, okay, look, one of these teams is going to make it because the Spurs and the Blazers are on the outside looking in right now, if we put them in the playoffs, which I'm getting less and less convinced that the, Blazers need to be definitely in the playoff run. But we'll talk about that uh, when we get to their game tonight. But if you put those teams in, that leaves one spot between Dallas, Phoenix, Minnesota. And I guess if you want to put the Thunder in there, I don't really want to put the Kings in there, especially after losing De'Aaron Fox. But, you know, if you want to put them in that mix, that's one spot for five teams. I think the Suns could easily be the best team. Uh, Out of those five, and I really think it's probably three between Dallas Phoenix and Minnesota, but um, there's a spot open and you know, they played the Lakers hard tonight didn't come away with the win, but they can at least uh, hold their head up high, which is more than what we could have said here in Phoenix the last couple years. But uh, going over to the Lakers side here, double-double for Anthony Davis, 24-12-4, and two steals and a block. He did leave to get his ribs taped. My buddy Dan Bespris, who's a Lakers fan, is convinced that that means uh, he has IBS. So uh, I'm not sure if he does or not, but kind of a funny note in this game. Uh, LeBron, 19-7-11. On 8-of-18 eight shooting with 1-3, uh, 2-of-7 from the line, LeBron. Come on, knock those down. What are you doing? 23-4 uh, and a steal for Kuzma. 9-of-16. He had one of those big threes, and he was 3-of-6 from downtown. And um, JaVale McGee, 11-3-3 three three with a block. And uh, Dwight Howard, 12-9 and a steal in this one. Over on the Sun side, 21-3-9 and nine for Booker. And 26 and 3 for Aaron Baines, 18, 7 and 2 for Sharich. 1 4 and 1 for Ubre. Oh, 0 for 5 in this game. And uh, not very good shooting for him. Booker, 9 of 18, so he's still shooting over 50%. Uh, Kaminsky, 16-9-3 with two steals, so a good game. Uh, for him, going over to the Jazz and the Nets. The Jazz take this one, one nineteen to one fourteen. They are now eight and three in the West, and uh, the Nets are four and six. In the East, um, for the Jazz, uh, the, Mitchell just said, they came out, hit us first, but we came in and understood what we needed to do. We picked it up on the defensive end and made it tougher on them, and we were able to get stops and then run. We weren't defending the way we could. Uh, also, we were sluggish offensively, Coach Quinn Snyder said. He said, we need to be sharper mentally that's weird coming off uh coming off this good win this is a good win a 119 114 when you clamp down in the fourth quarter and Kyrie Irving said they made hustle plays of course off my misses down the stretch we had a good chance down the stretch a good look at the rim from the three-point line but things happen in the basketball world you got to live with it I tell you what I've been impressed with Kyrie this season and not just the fact that he's putting up some cartoony numbers here but um you know, he really, he, he could have lashed out after that weird report about, uh, him going through mood spells or whatever it was, but he seems to have taken that in stride and he seems to be leading this team, uh, much better than he has in the past. So I just want to make note of it because I am known to be a bit of a critic when it comes to Kyrie Irving. So, uh, just want to let everybody know. I like what he's doing this year. He's been, Really good in this game for the Jazz. Another double double for Gobert 18 15, two assists, two steals, two blocks, eight of 10 shooting. Still two of four for the line. Make those come on, Gobert. What are you doing? Uh, 36 2 and a steal for Mitchell 13 of 26 shooting. Oh, for five from deep, though, Mike Conley, 18, four and five, uh, six of 15 and whatever it is, he doesn't have it as, on, as far as the shooting end goes uh, while he's been in uh, Utah this year. It just hasn't been good. Uh, Bogdanovich, 12, four, one and a steal in this game. And Jeff Green, three, four with a steal and a block going over to the Brooklyn side. Of course, it was Kyrie leading and scoring 27, three, five assists, a steal and a block. 10 of 30, though. That ain't going to get it done. Missing 20 shots. 2 of 12 from deep. So 10 threes and 10 other shots. Not a great look for Kyrie Irving tonight. Uh, 15 and 17 for DeAndre Jordan coming off the bench with four assists, two steals, two blocks on six of eight shooting. Even knocked down three of his four uh, free throws. And, uh, you know, Jared Allen fouled out of this one. So more work. He Jared Allen fouled out in 18 minutes against Gobert. I mean, that's not surprising that Gobert can get somebody to do that, but 18 minutes is all it took. Uh, The last game of the night here, the Kings 107-99 over the Trailblazers, and this is kind of where I think I'm starting to part company with the Trailblazers. What I had said initially this year, what I wanted to see from them was they already had a top four seed last year in the West. I believe they wound up at third or fourth, and You know, they beat the Thunder on that uh, amazing shot from Lillard. And for me, it was they got to take a step up and Lillard's got to win the MVP. That was kind of my bar that I set for them. That's how you get better. I mean, I, you know, being the the three seed is not going to be that much better than being the four seed. Take another step, you know, make your entire team better. But they're four and seven right now. And um, I mean, Lillard's been playing well, too, but four and seven, he's had some monster games and some losing efforts. So they got to get better. And this one, uh, Luke Walton was excited about getting this win. He said, it's what we've been preaching every day since day one of training camp. I'll be the first to admit it needs to get a lot better. We started the game. We couldn't make anything. That's why defense is important. Every night won't go like that. But the competitive level that we played with on the defensive end tonight, that needs to be a steady constant for us. And this was their first game without De'Aaron Fox, remember. Their first game. They don't have their best player, and they still beat the Blazers. Just inexcusable for me for the Blazers here. Uh, This was their first game without uh, De'Aaron Fox for the Kings, and, Walton said about this ankle sprains happen a lot in the NBA, but it's unfortunate that it is as severe as it is. What's important is that our team comes together, grows fights and gets better. And he attacks rehab and get back as soon as he can. So um, great win for the Kings here and kind of, you know, they were looking like a true bottom barrel team at the beginning of the season and uh, starting out. zero five and all that stuff. The first time in 29 years, they had ever done that. And uh, to be at this point, you know, you're not there yet. You got to keep stacking wins, but uh, they look better overall. And for the Kings in this game, Bogdanovich 25, 3, and 10 with four steals in this one. Eight of 19, three of eight uh, from deep. Buddy healed 24 and one, but he missed a ton of threes here. Two of 11 from deep, seven of 21 overall. Rashawn Holmes had a double double, 11, 10 with an assist, a steal, and two blocks. He was five of six. One of two from the line, though. Harrison Barnes, 16, 4, and 2. B elites in 19, 12, and 4 for the Kings and for the Blazers. It was Lillard, 27, 4, and 5. Two steals, a a block, 6 of 10 shooting, 13 of 14 from the line, 2 of 5 from D. I don't know what else more Lillard can do. Uh, Somebody has to play better around him. McCollum has been better than he was at the beginning of the season, 24, 5, and 1 here with a block in this game. He was 11 of 21 and uh, he only had one three though. And he's known for his threes, not even a double double for Whiteside, 17 and seven. So just, it seems like a lackluster effort. I think the uh, Blazers might've had some playing problems as well, but I don't know if you can use that uh, as an excuse in the NBA. You got to come to play. You know, if you have something real bad, the coaches will let you sleep a little bit longer than you normally do. So that will close the book on Tuesday. Looking forward to Wednesday tonight, seven game slate. We've got the Magic uh, hosting the Sixers, the Grizzlies on the road at the Hornets, and the Hornets are favored in that one. That's how bad the Grizzlies have been. Uh, Boston is hosting Washington. They're a nine-point favorite. No line on Rockets Clippers because we don't know about Paul George, and that's the Clippers on the road. Timberwolves, two-point favorites at home against the Spurs. The Lakers and Warriors, no line in this one because who the hell knows who's going to play for the Warriors on a night-to-night basis. And the Blazers are a three-point favorite hosting the Raptors coming off that loss to the Kings. I have no idea how they could be favored, but it is the Raptors traveling. I guess that's got to be it. And the Raptors have some injury problems with Lowry and Ibaka right now, but... The way the Blazers are playing, I think I would take the Raptors in that one, especially with the Blazers on the back-to-back. But that's all I got for you. Remember, you can follow me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports, and the Welsh will see you tomorrow for more hardwood takeaways. See ya.
1: Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for
0: details. You ever get that feeling like the concrete jungles closing in? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to chase your own dinner, or just breathe clean air? Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there waiting, and finding your piece of it just got easier. Head over to Land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, price, location. They've got it all. No matter what kind of wild dream you're chasing, Land.com can help you find Find the ground to make it a reality. So quit dreaming. Head over to land.com, find your open space, and get out there.